Dan and Corey here, welcoming you into Libservative. The great fundamental issue now before our people. We, the people, cannot turn Yeah, welcome in to another rousing rendition of Libservative, the show of intellectual idiots fostering political and cultural literacy for Bell the Body Snatcher. He, as always, is Corey Walsh. He's Dan Griffin. That's him. It's Dan Griffin. God damn it. We have so much to cover that I don't even want you wasting time with your nonsense. <laughs> it's, a serious, Dude, it's a serious show. It's serious. It's very serious. We're never going to get to all this. Uh, we're going to be covering the uh, Dominion versus Fox lawsuit that uh, is, was settled uh, in the, the waning hours uh, yesterday evening. We've got, uh, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about Clarence Thomas's woes. Uh, what else we got on here, Corey? We got, uh, we got Diane Feinstein being fucking old. Uh, we have, uh, an update on the Pentagon leaker, Corey, uh, the, the gamer Pentagon leaker. Uh, it's not me. Name. Tell you, wait, wait, wait. You got to make sure you put <laughs> verbally you say those words, right? I don't need the FBI kicking in my door. Wow. That can actually be pulled. That's going to be funny. Uh, Corey, what? what I was going to say is that Corey has a fun not so crazy conspiracy theory uh, regarding this one. Are the Chinese getting desperate? There's some evidence to suggest that they are, but they're also really good at certain things that might make it okay. And then, uh, you know, we've got some culture war stuff, abortion pill bans uh, and uh, Bud Light buckling under the under the weight of MAGA nation, uh, which is very much like what the Republican Party does. So this should be a really fun show, Corey. Before we get into it, why don't you tell the people all the places they can find us and how they can interact with us? Libservative Podcast is found on all social media and podcast platforms. Our website is libservativeshow.com. We can be found at Libservative on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter at libservativepod. Our TikTok videos can be found at Libservative Podcast, and you can reach out directly at libservativepod at gmail.com. Subscribe today. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm. Not yesterday. Mm -mm. Not tomorrow. Right now. I mean, uh, if you if you have the choice of tomorrow or nothing, then do it tomorrow, but preferably today. I would or if you, you know, yesterday. Was, yes, and if point. you did it yesterday, good for you, man. Thanks for coming. I don't know why show. I always say not yesterday, because yesterday would have been, been just fine. Right. What have you been consuming, Corey? What's going on? How's life? Uh, so uh, life life's pretty good. I'm a little pissed off at this weather here in the dirty mitten of uh, teasing us with 80 <laughs> degree weather and then going back down to 40 degree weather until tomorrow is tomorrow supposed to be 80 82 degrees boys mm. oh, if that was today you'd see me in another beautiful tank tack showing off my guns um, chub here right uh so nothing new really just uh watching welcome to Wrexham. oh started watching that one that's pretty good you were right that sucked me in i just just binged like eight episodes in two days. So who's your favorite player? Is it is it is it Ollie Palmer or is it Paul Mullen? Yeah, well, 
So here's the thing. <laughs> I think I like the Paul Molin guy because he's there from the beginning. Ali Palmer was someone brought in to help the team go over the edge, but no, they Paul, they they bought Paul Mullen at the beginning of the season in a transfer. Oh, that's right, they did, they, didn't they? Yeah, hmm. yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> you know who I think I like? The bartender at the turf. Bartender's pretty great. Oh, yeah, that one so, guy there. He's like, I'm a straight shooter. <laughs> the mm-hmm. one guy that's just in there drinking, always talking shit. Isn't it fascinating? Like, doesn't it make you think about how fascinating English football is? Just it's really how, cool how any team has a chance if they just get their shit together. And it's just, it's all, it's, it's so community oriented and, you know, the, uh, the, the English were the, the, the first, the first real soccer hooligans because you go other places in Europe and it, like you don't have as many riots <laughs> as you do yeah, as, as at least the, uh, it's and it's gotten better lately, but the uh, the the the, uh, the hooliganism of I would say the early two thousands is kind of waned down a little bit. Yeah, I'm glad you actually brought that up. Really give a shit. I was gonna say I'm glad that there wasn't like a local football club where I grew up because I would have absolutely probably been a hooligan. You guys watched the movie? <laughs> I haven't seen Green Sea Hooligans. No, it's amazing. Watch it. Okay. So that's uh, that's. <laughs> do this every we should do this every week obscure recommendation by bell the body snatcher what do we have at the beginning of the show we have it this we have this one yeah what's uh I'm down for that what's uh what's what's new over in dan griffin land uh nothing crazy because i'm actually i'm just we just started the marissa and i the uh the newest season of the marvelous mrs mazel they uh pretty popular uh, Amazon Prime show. That I can't I'm not even surprised. pretend to know what that is. <laughs> I'm not surprised Corey doesn't know what that is. But it's a pretty popular show on Amazon Prime. One of, probably, probably the most popular show on Amazon Prime right now. It Honestly, is uh, not because I watch Jerry Duty on Amazon Prime. It's up there. I shouldn't I shouldn't say it's the most. But it's been around for a while. I think we're on like season four or five. There's and it's, four uh, fucking seasons? Yes. yes is it a good uh, show? What's it about? It is a good show. It's set in the uh, late fifties and early sixties, and it's about a, uh, a, a a young housewife who is trying to make it as a stand-up comedian. The main character is based off is loosely based off of the lives of the late great Joan Rivers and Gilda Radner. Um, and there's some actual like real people cameos in it. Lenny Bruce is actually in is actually a character in the show. Um, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of uh, neurotic New York Jew humor, which is my favorite shit. So is if you it, like that kind of humor, you'll dig the show. Maybe I'll give it a maybe I'll give it a shot based on your recommendation recommendation, Dan. Mm, yeah, we we got a still got one episode to catch up on. I I watched Welcome to Wrexham because he uh, <laughs> pretty hooked. If you like that like Seinfeldian kind of humor, I do love Seinfeld. You would uh, you would enjoy this one. I've seen every single episode of Seinfeld probably a dozen times. Speaking of humor, what's up, Bell? <laughs> what's up, fellas? <laughs> Fox News settled with Dominion in the uh, Wayne. Actually, I was actually wait. Hold on, I was actually no, saying no, no, hi to Bell. He's <laughs> on something humorous. I am. I, know, on but I was going to see what's up with Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I guess the show must go on. Fuck Bell. Let's talk about Fox. We got I'm drinking we, whiskey. I'm drinking whiskey. 
Uh, I, I don't watch, watch TV. TV. I don't get control of the TV. So I got you. I got you muted. You're good. <laughs> you got. We got nervous because he heard an echo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, he's just out there. He's just out there snatching bodies. Yeah, snatching sanctioned and unsanctioned. <laughs> Wish I could tell you guys about it. Mm. Yeah, that's for off the show. This is a show. No, no just an, kidding. <laughs> this is an episode that's going to be involving the courts. And if we have Bell talk about his job on the show, he's going to be involved with the courts really soon. So he's going to be the next gamer Pentagon leaker. We're going to try and avoid that. Uh, heavy, heavy, uh, heavy court based show uh, here tonight. We're going to start with Dominican versus Fo- or Dominican Dominion. <laughs> Whoa! Versus the Dominicans are taking on Fox. It's crazy. They're they're out. They there. actually the, took on Hillary Clinton and lost. The Sharks are out there with knives. Buff. <laughs> what? Uh, no, when uh, just when Dominican Republican Dominican Republic tried to raise their minimum wage, I think it was either them or Haiti, one of the two. And Hillary Clinton said, "Nope, that's where we get our cheap clothes from. Mm. We just cannot have that." Uh, Anyway, Dominion, or I should say Fox, settling with uh, Dominion in the in the waning hours uh, last night at for a whopping seven hundred and eighty five million dollars, which to date is the largest uh, defamation settlement involving I think anybody at all, but certainly uh, a media outlet. And. I have mixed emotions about this, Corey, because part of me, I am one of those those people, and I understand that there are downsides to this, but I, I am one of those people that really wanted to see Dominion go through with this trial. Because yeah, that would have been just, nice. <laughs> I just wanted to see the squirming and the the admission of guilt from uh, a mainstream cable outlet. I don't care uh, that it was could- Fox. I would have said the same thing if it was CNN. I would have said the same thing if it was NBC. They all suck. We all know they suck. We all know they lie by omission at at best and actually lie in the case of, you know, uh, Fox News lying about Dominion and Smartmatic, which we'll get into here in just a minute. Or if you want to talk about CNN lying about (laughs) Joe Rogan and Ivermectin, openly lying about it, they all they all lie. They all lie, at least by omission, and they do it to turn a profit. Because I look at this and I go, why would Fox News do this? Well, because they know that they need to take market share from the up-and-coming conservative uh, media outlets, whether you want to talk about the Daily Wire online, Newsmax, OAN. um, And they know that the only way that they're going to get the MAGA base, that they're going to get the Republican base, is to move forward with this so they lied for money i mean that's really what they did they knew it was bullshit and they did it anyway but i wanted to hear that on whatever the the equivalent is of of court tv these days yeah it'd be and fun that's the only reason uh, i'm upset tucker carlson and sean hannity and laura ingram and all oh take the stand, stand without Jeanine without Pirro. a teleprompter in front of them Oh, yeah. Because you just see, yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing Tucker Carlson on the stand the whole time, just staring at the attorneys looking like he smelled a fart. Yeah, his face wouldn't change. <laughs> It'd be the, yeah. He blinks a lot. 
Looks like he smells. It looks like he smelled a fart. I would. I would have. I would have really enjoyed that. Um, but I think the financial side of this is is interesting as well because the lawsuits aren't over for Fox News. Uh, they still have to contend with a two point seven billion dollar lawsuit from Smartmatic, uh, which is another. Uh, I can't remember what the hell they do. I think they. I think they make the software or something for a lot of these voting machines or whatever. But they're involved in the, the the voting machine business, I guess I should say. I had it in front of me, but I forgot already. Uh, it doesn't really matter. $2.7 billion is what Smartmatic is suing for in damages from Fox uh, and five individuals. Uh, let's see. Smartmatic alleges in a lawsuit in New York County Supreme Court that the defendants knowingly spread false claims that, that its software was used to flip votes. Conspiracy theorists, th- th- theorists erroneously claimed that Smartmatic owned Dominion and that the companies mounted similar allegations in their lawsuits. So here's why this is interesting to me. I look, I look at it almost like uh, you guys aren't as big as sports fans as me, but I look at it almost like it's an NFL offseason, and there's like four quarterbacks that are really, really good that are that are trying to get new contracts. And Whoever the one who signs first is, the next guy always wants the same amount or more. And then the next guy always wants the same amount or more. And then the next guy always wants the same amount or more. And that's how I look at this settlement as it as it pertains to Smartmatic, because they already know that Fox News is willing to write a check because they already know that they would be fucked in a in a in a in a civil trial here. So what's the number going to be? And you're going to be talking about Fox News shelling out upwards of two billion dollars in settlements with all which of is, them yeah which is going to fucking hurt it's gonna yeah, hurt gonna they're gonna hurt. be able to get they'll, they'll be able to they'll be fine but it ain't gonna be fun yeah they have plenty of commercials of uh uh osteoporosis like in like <laughs> and pillows yeah pillows and See the new one my coffee <laughs> buying gold commercials they got plenty of money from all that have you seen the my coffee one have you watched I fox haven't. lately at all so no. the, the my pillow guy now has my coffee, and I look at it and I go, "That dude, he just fucking rebranded. He just took a bunch of ground up Folgers and threw it in a bag. That has to be what that is. There's dude, no reason that's anything but that." They made over two billion dollars last year. Who uh, Fox News? Fox News. Yeah, yeah, but Fox you're still you're networks. talking about giving up a year's worth of profits. The entire for no settlements. No, 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 no. The entire revenue for the Fox Network last year was twelve point nine one billion. That's what I said. It's going to hurt. It's not going to hurt enough because I think there was a lot of people on the left that were like hoping this was going to like be the downfall of Fox News. You saw it all over happen. Twitter. It's like I think it'll go that thirty five billion. It's going to hurt. It's not going to be fun. Billion. <laughs> So we need what you're saying is we need 35 more lawsuits. <laughs> need <about> 15. <laughs> 15. Who knows? They might be out there. So holding Fox accountable is I think I think it is is a is certainly a good thing, but I also look at it Corey as like does it really matter? Because we have a scenario right here where we know that like Fox all but has the a part of the settlement is that they don't have to retract anything and they right. don't really have to claim responsibility. They kind of quasi have to claim responsibility, but not really. Uh, nope. So all they, they said was 
They said, we acknowledge the court's rulings, rulings, finding certain claims about Dominion to be false. This settlement reflects Fox's continued commitment to the highest journalistic standards. We are hopeful that our decision to resolve this (laughs) dispute with Dominion amicably instead of the acrimony of of a divisive trial allows the country to move forward from the issues. In other words, please just stop fucking talking about this. We threw money at him. We won't do it anymore. Okay. (laughs) We won't do it anymore. I promise. Yeah. We'll be more careful. Until, until our profit margins suggest that we should do it. Uh, And it goes for all of them, man. It goes for all of them. Cause CNN would do the same fucking thing. Let's not even kid ourselves. This isn't, this isn't, this is, yeah, this isn't about shitting on Fox. Sorry. Right. There was no, there was no, real defamation issues there but they they made there probably could have been who was gonna sue point. the russians <laughs> <laughs> everyone's allowed to make fun of the russians but i look at it and i go like does it really matter like for you for guys like you and i who are who try to kind of really get the skinny on both sides and really no it doesn't both fucking matter things. to me because i wasn't like oh my god fox news lied <laughs> like i knew it from the fucking get no, I just, I just mean, I mean more in a, like a general sense. Does it matter? Because you, you like anybody who was watching Fox News is not going to stop watching Fox News over this, right? So it's, it's, and and I guess the thing that I look to is the the already major distrust in so many institutions, and for good reason. But like, so why should Fox News viewers? Why should conservatives in general? Look at this and think that like the court isn't it like is somehow trustworthy or that you know uh, however however well this that's plays what makes out. it nice and important is like they didn't even go to court it was settled right, that it was that it was settled yeah yeah I mean I guess that's it went true. to the court so like the courts can't just go so people just can't go oh my god the court was just fucking stacked no they settled and I'm actually glad you brought that up because like I was thinking like. It might have it would, it would it would have definitely been very very entertaining for me had this thing gone to trial. I definitely would have enjoyed watching it. But people it. would have found excuses. Exactly, and you're exactly right. Stuff into a pretzel with them just saying, "Hey, let's just not talk about this anymore." So it's like almost, actually it's has almost more like, weight to it. I think this almost has more weight to it. Who would have come out looking better had this gone to trial? Because I think nobody. <laughs> well, I think here's the reason I asked that question because. I feel like it's pretty inevitable, obviously, that Fox would have lost. Otherwise, they wouldn't have settled. If they felt like they could have won, they wouldn't have settled, especially for all that money. But I mean, in the court of public opinion, in this like weird, like polarized cultural event that we're having here, I don't know that that Fox would have come out looking that bad, even had they lost. Because, again, nobody trusts institutions. Why should I also just thought about? Yeah, you're right. But you know what I also just thought about is uh, another nice thing that this didn't go to uh, trial is in some respects, just still having a little bit of free skirts on the uh, whole premise of free ski- free speech. This didn't try to cubbyhole any sort of ways of free speech. There was still someone being held accountable, mm-hmm. but it didn't set any sort of precedence to where now they can run with that against other people who might not necessarily say defamation but something that might be a little uh off color towards a topic or a person now there's nothing you know what i mean you understand what i'm saying yeah now there's not anything on paper that someone could refer to and go up well you're fucked because of this case it's a settlement 
Yeah, because because you're ab- you're absolutely right. Like on the whole, I'm not a huge fan of defamation uh, law and lawsuits because I think it does kind of pigeonhole. There's kind the, of a tier to it, right? Well, it 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 pigeonholes it, uh, actual reporters. Like it, it pigeonholes journalism. It pigeonholes the First Amendment a little bit. And so by not having a judge actually rule on this case. Now you don't have to worry about a a strange precedent being set for any future defamation cases that might be. And like, that's why defamation cases are so fucking hard. Libel cases are really hard. Uh, you know, slander cases are really hard because the because of because of the First Amendment. And, and so like that, that almost that, that takes me back to something that, you know, who 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 wanted to open up the libel laws, Corey? um you mean originally i believe that was donald j trump yeah it's actually yeah like section 230 yeah he was going after all that shit because he didn't like the press and what they were saying about him and like so here's another instance in where he's fucking Granted, wrong the you know he probably should have maybe thrown a couple i know there was some lawsuits but i don't think they went anywhere but like there might have been a couple in there, like the whole Russiagate thing. We know the you can always sue. Bullshit. You can al- you can always sue, but I I think the burden of proof in a libel case or or a defamation case, like like it needs to be really really strong because we yeah. are talking about they, possible stepping on the First Amendment. But they had Fox News dead to rights. They had text messages and oh, shit yeah. saying these guys are bad shit crazy. Yeah, th- like yeah, this definitely didn't happen, but we're going to report it anyway. Like, yeah, to me, to me, yeah, may- maybe there wouldn't have been any sort of crazy precedent set had this gone to trial and had Fox been found guilty and had to and had to pay all these damages or whatever. But I just don't like the idea of defamation cases going to trial. So while it like, I'm actually kind of I'm actually going to go back on what I said here at the beginning of the show. While I think this trial would have been entertaining you know, it'd have been as hell, fun. It'd have it's been probably fun better. It's popped up on social yeah. media, but for the sake of the country, I'm glad it's probably it better. It's probably better. Yeah, you talked me out of it, Corey. See, this is why you, we do this show. You talked me out of it. If you have to pay 750 million goddamn dollars to avoid getting ran through a trial with the chance of paying 1.6 billion, you know you don't have a very good legal standing. Seven hundred eighty-five billion, Corey. Okay, I'm sorry, I rounded. Down. God, can you imagine? Just- can you imagine the boners that uh, <laughs> Dominion's lawyers were walking out of there with? It's like, man, They're what's three like- percent? What's three percent of seven hundred eighty-five million dollars? <laughs> A lot of money. That's retirement money, boys. Yeah, that's retirement <laughs> money. Oh my god, that's fantastic. Yeah, they had. God, yeah, how much do you think they went? They left there, went to a strip club, and spent that on blow and hookers. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're I don't need now. a. We don't have. To. I don't need a case for another four years. Ah, <laughs> uh, you want to move on to Clarence Thomas? Yeah, Clarence ain't got the Clarence. Well, and we'll keep no, an eye on the will. on the Smartmatic. We'll keep an eye on the Smartmatic thing and see yeah, we'll definitely goes, but... keep tabs on that and let you guys know what we see. We'll see what number uh, Lamar Jackson signed for uh, here in this uh, this off season of 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 uh, defamation cases. Uh, Clarence Thomas, yeah, what's up? You think he's going to get a guaranteed two hundred million? Lamar Jackson, yeah, uh, probably not if he hasn't already. Well, you just seen Jalen Hurts sign for almost one hundred and eighty million guaranteed. 
Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, Jackson. you and I know both know that's not how this works. <laughs> I know, I know, but he, he'll get he'll get some money, but he ain't gonna get what he wants. No, he ain't gonna get what he wants. Uh, Can you imagine being upset about not getting one hundred eighty million dollars? Because well, that guy got it. It's beyond that. Well, it's I've being always the said paid player ever. Yeah, well, right, yeah, that's what Jalen Hurts' contract was. I, I, I've always said this about athletes because people bitch about how much money they make. Imagine, imagine playing a game like football, where the average career is about three years. Make every fucking dime you can make, dude. Like, yeah. make every single guaranteed dollar you can make playing that dangerous ass game. I well, never shit, that. never shit on them for Everybody that. complains, but then watches. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and those guys are man. such a pinnacle of like physical strength that like what is it like getting hit by like a linebacker is like getting hit by a car i don't i don't complain because you know what you know what's stupid about it fans complain about it like it's their money right you know and and to a degree it is like ticket sales go up or whatever but it's like you're still gonna you know you still get to watch it on tv like it's not your money shut the fuck up watch it yeah you shut up (laughs) you're you're paying for that cable package yeah yeah, these are these these, these crybabies. All they do is play a game. It's like, yeah, they're in the top point zero 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 one percent in the world of what they do. So a game that we literally all played in high school and middle school, hoping to be them. So yeah, shut the exactly. Fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> if you had the chance, we all tried it. What sport do you think Clarence Thomas wanted to play as a kid? Probably Monopoly. Is he, <laughs> I was. Gonna- <laughs> <laughs> that's actually good I, I was i was i was i was gonna say i was gonna make a way dumber joke which was like do you think he's old enough to be a baseball guy yeah, he'll be, i'm sure he's all about stealing bases <laughs> all right you know what this is gonna be a fun topic because I, i'm gonna i'm gonna have fun playing a little bit of devil's advocate here for yeah because you're Thomas. not necessarily yeah you you've been numb to you're like well they're all they're all fucking corrupt that this isn't uniquely corrupt. I'm still so, at this l- level where it's like burn the whole goddamn thing down. And you know what? Start, <laughs> start with him. And I'm mostly with you, but uh, so let's set it up real quick. So Clarence Thomas, uh, I think, so the real reason people want to bring him down, I should say the establishment, and I'm not even going to say the liberal establishment. I'm just going to say the entire establishment because it actually has a lot to do with January 6th. For anybody who's been living under a mushroom, his wife—that's what kicked over the first stone. Yeah, yeah. His wife Ginny Thomas is allegedly, or was allegedly, involved in some January sixth esque activities in trying to overturn the twenty twenty election back to Donald Trump. That was really the that that that's really the thing that makes the establishment at this point seem like they want to bring uh, Justice Clarence Thomas. Uh, to his knees. So what are they getting him for right now? What they're getting him for at the moment or trying to get him for at the moment is failing to disclose uh, certain gifts and certain uh, uh, weird expenditures and donations from a Republican mega donor named Harlan Crow. Um, and he's uh, Clarence Thomas failed to report these gifts and certain, I, I think Corey, you said, I think you said like sales of property, um, basically a failure to report certain things 
uh, under a, uh, what was it, a Judiciary Act from what, like 1989, um, which says that anybody involved in the judiciary has to claim said gifts. Or I think I got that. I don't think I butchered that too bad, did I? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I had yeah. it in front of me and I just lost it. He, uh, the most recent one is like I'm right now, I'm on Forbes.com. Title of the article is Clarence Thomas Here Are All the Ethics and Scandals Involving the Supreme Court Justice. Uh, it's the Harlan Crow trips that came out that ProPublica reported about that he's been for years accepting trips from the GOP mega donor and developer Harlan Crow. Riding on his private jet, hanging out in the super yacht, going to Bohemian Grove, doing all the sorts of elite ritzy things that they all do. And he's just hobnobbing with the rich, not necessarily. I, mean, I don't even want to say if not doing his job, but definitely taking and it's a violation it. and by not reporting these gifts it's a violation of a fight i found it it's a violation of a financial disclosure law and it's a law that limits government power and promotes it's supposed to promote transparency in the judiciary yeah and then on top of that the same guy isn't just being like hey you know why don't you come hang out on my yacht uh he's also this harlan guy has a real estate company and Thomas and his family sold a string of properties in Savannah, Georgia to Crow in 2014 without disclosing that as required. So I don't have the numbers. If you could find the numbers of like what those houses cost, uh, that, uh, Clarence Thomas sold to Harlan Crow. And then just a bulk number, what they all. Yeah. And then if you want to get real fancy, I don't know how long it would take you, but like maybe find out like where some of those houses were and see what houses were worth in that same area and then what he sold them for the houses. Yeah. That's so hold on. That's probably pre-show stuff that we should have done, but, uh, the, I got it right here. <coughs> the crow company p- bought the properties for $133,363 from three co-owners, Thomas, his mother and the family of Thomas's late brother, according to the state tax document and deed dated October 15th, 2014 filed at the Chatham County courthouse. So that'd is be that tough to find. Are those is it was that number Bell you gave a piece or is that like a total sum for all the houses? Or do we not know the that? The company bought the properties for 133,000. All right. In so what year? Like 2014. I wonder what those so, houses were actually worth in 2014. Sounds like uh, sounds like sounds like one lump number for all three houses. We could be wrong about yeah, that, that's but what... that's the information he has in front of him, so that's what we're rolling with. <laughs> but then Thomas also made a series of other errors and omissions on financial disclosure reports. Uh, which the Washington Post reported on, including reporting real estate income for decades from a company that shut down in 2006. And that has in the past had to amend his financial disclosures. Now that one, he was reporting income of like, what was it like 200 K a year or something like that? Uh, Bell. Who? Uh, uh, Thomas, when he was getting money from that shutdown of, uh, Oh yeah, it was two hundred. Well, some years it was a hundred thousand. Some years it was two hundred thousand. But yeah, he's just reporting this income of like a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars a year from a company that was shut down in 06. And then coupled with all that, like here, so here's one that. Uh, so, for comparison, there's a guy named uh, what was his name? Fortas. He was a justice, um, and Aba Fortes, I think, or Aba Fortas. Abe Fortas. Yeah, I sent the link in the chat. Yeah, Abe Fortes or Abe Fortes. 
uh, he received or he resigned from the court after controversy involving his acceptance of $20,000 from a financier, Lewis Wolfson, while Wolfson was being investigated for insider trading. So that right there is very, very clear cut, blatant, uh, like, Bribery. Bribery, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, that is not, that to me is not an apples-to-apples apples comparison. At least not well, to this point. I mean, more could so, come out. But. So here's the thing, though. Uh, Jimmy Thomas, the Post, reported in March that a conservative group Jimmy Thomas formed in 2019 had raised nearly $600,000 from anonymous donors funneled through a right-wing think tank that filed an amicus, an amicus brief at the Supreme Court during the same time, and ethics experts said Clarence Thomas should have recused himself from that case if his wife was paid by the group. So there is a lot of weird shadiness going on, and it's all it's all that same bullshit that all these people do. Like he's a fucking judge; he knows the law, mm-hmm. so he's doing everything to bend the rules and get close to it, because the Supreme Court doesn't have to follow the same type of standards any of the lower courts do. So I guess I look at this and I'm not like condoning anything that has been mentioned here so far. I am not somebody who's saying, I, I don't know if I, I'm not, I'm not somebody who's, who's saying that like, it's okay. Like I'm not making excuses for it, I guess is what I would say, but, <coughs> but you're not going to walk out and go, ladies and gentlemen, we got no, l- look. And, and I think a lot of like the weird witch huntiness of, of Donald Trump maybe has jaded me a little bit on this. Uh, but I, I guess I just look at it as like, okay, so a powerful dude is doing powerful dude things. And at maybe, maybe it's just that I'm being nihilistic about it because I know nothing is going to come from it. And even if it does, even if we find a way to remove justice, Clarence Thomas from the bench based on, any of these things or 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 anything similar to it that might come out in the future all all i see is just another fucking political stalemate because what are you going to have you're going to have republicans talk doing their their customary excuse like this is a fucking political hit job and sometimes they're right in fact more often than not in recent years they have been right and then you but and then you're going to have the folks on the left that are that are going to treat Clarence Thomas like he That's murdered six, like he murdered six million Jews. Like that is what you're going to have. Neither of those things are going to be true. And libertarians and 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 centrists are just going to sit back and go, I'm just like like what we do all the time. I'm fucking sick of this shit. And so, yeah. like, while I'm all for holding him accountable for this stuff, and he should be held accountable for this, I just don't see the point in automatically going to the, well, we got to remove him from the bench now. We, we have to do it right this second. Because, because that's not going to happen. Because who's going to be able to hold him accountable? AOC's coming out going, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's this is definitely not right. As she's wearing a fucking tax the rich fucking met gala hundred thousand dollar or however much money that goddamn dress it's was. that's the thing man it's it's all theater and it makes sometimes Corey. i want to just go back and start covering sports again because i just don't feel like this is a whole lot different most days than, right. than, than, than what we're doing right here like because it's yeah, all it's it absolutely insane and it is and it's like i think that's what frustrates me the most is the hyper partisanship and all of it to the fact that it's like 
everyone wants to hold the other side accountable, but they they fucking swarm up and pull the shields and the daggers out to protect their own. And because of that fact, none of this shit ever gets to come to pass. Clarence but they don't Thomas hold is over here taking this money. And then I always revert back to the Benjamin Franklin uh, story of when he got a snuff box from the King of France and Congress and everyone flipped the fuck out over the fact that he was getting gifts and that the appearance of evil was like not good. I think he was actually able allowed to keep it in the end, but like they ran him through the ringer over this. And then here we are. This guy is just getting this type of money. AOC is over here wearing a tax, the rich uh, dress, hanging out with a bunch of elites and none yeah, of them are going to be able to hold each other accountable too much because it's going to hurt themselves. And, and that Corey, goes back to what we were saying about Donald Trump. And that's why they're going after him over this bullshit because of the fact that they can't go after him on anything else because it's going to hurt their own fucking people. Yeah, because yeah, because then you're going to have to be held accountable for doing the same fucking bullshit that that he is he's he's supposedly guilty of. And And I look at this and I go, how much of this is the fact that somebody like Clarence Thomas or somebody like Donald Trump is going against the establishment. Now, I don't want to be the kind of person that like touts them as heroes because they're not going against the establishment in good faith. You know, they're doing it for their own advancement. But do you really think ProPublica looks into Clarence Thomas and his his financial dealings if Ginny Thomas isn't involved in January 6th shit? No, because then he's just going along with the, no, whatever, because they've been the labeling him. Narrative is. I would say they would because they've been labeling him as an Uncle Tom and things like that because he doesn't because he's super conservative. And uh, so Ryan Clarence Thomas is yeah is a Supreme Court justice. Uh, but I don't know. That definitely didn't help that his wife is over here peddling conspiracy theories. Which I'm so now I'm curious to what she's going to say now that the that Fox News settled. I'm wondering if she's just going to quietly step back into the bushes. I doubt it. I don't know. She she wasn't really that vocal, to be honest with you. She, she kind of did it. She was on on uh, January 6th. She was trying to call Trump. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, I, I just I just mean publicly. I just mean publicly. Oh, she has, no, she was behind the scenes taking money from yeah. anonymous donors. Yeah. So, I mean, look, holding Clarence Thomas accountable uh, as 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 a member of the high court, uh, a, 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 honestly, an institution that you and I, Corey, have actually given a lot of credit to, even being as swayed conservative as it has been since, you know, Amy Coney Barrett was sworn in. Right. Uh, and so that's. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, that's all I had to say. Like, we, OK, we, we, so we've that's kind of where been... I'm at. Like, you know, like agree or disagree with the justices, you know, like Brett, the Brett Kavanaugh's, the Amy Coney Barrett's, the Alito's, the Kennedy's. Like, I can disagree with their rulings on things and the way they interpret the law. I can vehemently disagree with it. And then like a, like a quarterback that fucking fumbles the ball and go, you fucking idiot. (laughs) Right. But if they are in this position and in this spotlight to where they actually look like they're an upstanding person, then I have nothing to say. But when you're going to go and just completely pull this type of shit, you know, and be this elitist and you're supposed to be interpreting the law in an unbiased fashion and you're hanging out with GOP mega donors. I'm going to consider him an activist fucking judge like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Not even that. Can we talk about the fact that 
dude's a Nazi. Oh, Clarence Thomas? No. No, oh, God oh. damn it. I hate <laughs> this fucking narrative so much. Okay, so so uh what's this nuts? Uh, Harlan Crow, right? The guy yeah. that was was giving Clarence Thomas Clarence Thomas's the vacations and the money and buying the houses and the stuff that uh Clarence Thomas wasn't uh, uh, declaring or, or whatever. So I hate this fucking narrative because Harlan Crow collects uh, memorabilia from dictators on both the left and the right. He's got statues <laughs> in his garden of Stalin and Mao and, and all these like communist leaders. Che Guevara. But, yeah. Fidel and he's Castro. got, and he's got Hitler paintings inside of in, in some room. Like he he he's clearly a guy that just likes a to collect signed copy of Mein Kampf. Weird dictatorship memorabilia. Weird dictator memorabilia. Honestly, if I was rich enough, I'm interested enough in dictators. I listen to a show. I listen to a podcast on Noiser that I love so much. That's called Real Dictators, and it is like four to five episode installments about dictators. You know why? Because dictators are fucking fascinating. And if I honestly. Does it make me a Nazi that I would go if I had the money and I would buy the signed copy of Mein Kampf off of Harlan Crow? Does that like make me a Nazi? Does that make me a bad human being? Do you really Just want me to I, answer that? I want that piece of memorabilia. <laughs> Where would you like, even like, put it, Dan? Like, I don't know, a, but like if I had it's going to be on house, the coffee table with the most dude, recent <laughs> Sports Illustrated release. <laughs> if, Sports Illustrated me, bathing he suit. Put it on his Mein Kampf. <laughs> I, if I were as rich as Harlan Crow, I would love to collect dictator memorabilia. It, That's what you're fascinated. You so if I was as rich as that shit, you know the type I'm of shit saying, I would pull I'm not saying, hold off? on, hold on, hold on. Let me defend myself for a second before everybody calls me a fucking Nazi. <laughs> That's too I'm late, bud. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying that I would necessarily collect uh, dictator memorabilia, but I can totally, totally understand the interest in those artifacts. Yeah. No, I, I don't remember where I was. I was doing, oh, fuck. I forget where I was, but I was with someone. We were cleaning out a Bell house. Bell got me all fucking riled up. We were cleaning out a house. <laughs> we were cleaning out a house, and this person had a couple medals from their. Uh, I heard you before the show. From their like great, great, like from their gr grandpa or something like that. But he was a German. He was a, a German soldier, and he had a couple of like memorabilia with swastikas on it i remember holding it and just being like Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> like looking at that like just just like the weight of holding that knowing like how much hate was behind that symbol even though what's weird is like the nazi symbol is like a hindu symbol it's a native american symbol but it got completely ripped away from them and used by hitler but going back to what i was going to say is like if i was that rich and that big of a billionaire i'd be pulling just stupid fucking pranks like buying three giraffes and labeling them one two and four and releasing them in new york that's the type of <laughs> shit i would do if i was a billionaire uh, i look i i don't know Harl i i don't think harlan crow is a nazi <laughs> okay that's all no, that's all i'm gonna say listen no because was that was joking, but that would but listen go ahead i'd i'd buy my own island if i was rich and i'd become dictator of that island so know. I can't even hate like any and of collect it. dictator memorabilia to put in your garden. I don't know about that, but I don't hate. Well, on no, it. but that was that was what was so stupid about the way it was reported. Right? It was it was reported that like that uh, Harlan. It's Crow just a owned smear all, tactic. All this, yeah, it, that Harlan Crow owned like Hitler paintings and a signed copy of Mein Kampf, but they didn't even fucking talk about like the leftist dictators that the statues that he had out in his garden, and they're like. I think it was the fifth column guys that were like, well, why did he have those outside and have, uh, have, uh, 
the paintings inside. It's like, well, you're supposed to fucking put the paintings in the garden. Like, what, right. are, you, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Put it in a little shadow box. <laughs> you're supposed to put the signed copy of mine Kampf out on a rock in the garden. Yeah, it rains outside. Like, fucking put. Yeah, exactly. Put put a statue of Mao up in the foyer. Like, what what are we what are we talking about here? <laughs> Uh, anyway, should we move on? We just shit on conservatives a little bit, so let's shit on liberals. Actually, this is going to kind of be shitting on both. Uh, Diane Feinstein is fucking old. Good day to you, fellow intellectual idiots. If you're this far into the show, we're guessing that you probably like it. So we'd just like to ask you to hit pause, and on whatever platform you're listening, just leave us a quick review. It really does help us grow and gives us an opportunity to bring you even more great content in the future. And we'd also like to ask you to just press that share button and just send this episode to one friend that you think might be interested in our line of conversation. The best way for podcasts to grow in the sea of millions of podcasts really is through word of mouth. So every little bit helps and we appreciate you all. So let's get back to the show. And uh, we're uh, we're all sick of it, except of course, Corey for uh, Mitch McConnell. So to set this one up, Diane Feinstein is a 175-year-old uh, senator from California. Dan doesn't want to see her tits. Do not. No, she is no Nancy Pelosi. Uh, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> Diane Feinstein, senator from uh, from the San Francisco area, also where Nancy Pelosi uh, represents. <laughs> um, but she has been – how long has she been on the Judiciary Committee, Corey? I don't know. Like uh, At least since Obama, since- right? Since the nineties, I think. Since okay, for a while. Since so Aaron Burr. <laughs> <laughs> so Diane I think her name is actually right underneath John Hancock's name. So Diane Feinstein is uh, a Democrat who is on the judiciary judiciary committee that is, which is responsible for confirming federal judges. Correct, Corey? Is that basically the gist of the job? Yes. Since nineteen ninety two, real talk. So she right. like f- she like fell in a bowl of pea soup or something and has been injured since February and hasn't been able to vote on confirming she got these shingles. judges. That's what it was. It's almost like falling in a bowl of pea soup. Uh, she was a uh, mayor of San Francisco from first mayor, to first 80. female mayor of San Francisco. No shit. So oh my god, because she's fucking old, she has not been able to get to Washington to vote on these judges since February. And they're sitting there and they're piling up and Democrats would like to temporarily replace her on this committee so that they can start confirming some of these federal judges here are, there are two problems with this. The the biggest one to me is, and then I'll let you go ahead, Corey, let me give the two problems and then you can go. The biggest one to me is that Dianne Feinstein is fucking old and at at a minimum needs to step down from this committee and at a maximum needs to resign as a goddamn senator. The other problem. She will be 90 in a month and a half. Yes. June. Uh, The other problem is that Republicans are blocking this temporary replacement of Dianne Feinstein. And they say it's because it's disrespectful to Diane Feinstein, but we all know the real reason, Corey. And what is that? Go ahead. Say what you got to say. 
Oh, because you see like why they're blocking it, even though they're trying to like be, oh, well, she's a, a firecracker and a fundamental person to the Congress or whatever. <laughs> it's because they don't want her in. They don't want to replace her with anyone because they don't want to get their the Democrat judges in there. And they're hiding <laughs> under the guise just, of saying that people are break. ageist. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely bullshit. They love the absence. <laughs> uh, Let me see if I can anyway. find some of the quotes. Ryan says, I am so literate to politics. I have a serious question. I have to warn you guys about the question because I might get laughed at. You won't get laughed at. That's why we that's why we do this show. What's so up? Your girl Pelosi. You keep- your girl Pelosi at the young ripe age of 83 says, I don't know what political agendas are at work that they're going after Senator Feinstein in that way. I've never seen them go after a man who was sick in the Senate in that way. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? You dumb broad. Remember when they were going after McCain like fucking crazy because he was in there voting on people's health care with a fucking brain tumor? Or how about Fetterman? Jesus. How about oh, Fetterman who can barely talk and everyone's talking shit about him? <laughs> McConnell called her a Titanic figure. And you know what happened with that Titanic? It fucking sank. You dumb old fuck. Uh, after about what, is that any seven, is after, that like a positive attribution? Like, uh, how would you feel if someone said, "Oh man, you're you're the Titanic"? It's like, what, you think you think I suck and I kill people and run into shit? Like, that's exactly yeah, she is. She just running into shit, bumping <laughs> and bumbling around. And, and can we be very very clear about Diane Feinstein's recent voting record? She is so clearer out than of she it. can be. Yeah, I was gonna She's, say she doesn't remember shit. What She's so out record? of it. She hasn't even been voting, and and when she has been voting, it's because it's because her staffers are telling her how to goddamn vote. Why Dude. are you still serving? And why are you still serving in the Senate? This is why these fucking octogenarians and she's about to be what is it a nanogenarian or whatever a ninety year old is uh, <laughs> should not be serving in the fucking public office. This isn't about being ageist. This is about knowing that old people can't do some shit like. A 90-year-old woman can't ride motocross anymore. There are certain things they just can't do, and serving in the United States fucking Congress is one of them. I'm tired of having this. Making votes that affect my day-to-day living. (laughs) Exactly. It fucking pisses me off. I'm getting a little fired up over here thinking about it, that the fact that this is just another example of the bipartisan bullshit we see in our government where they don't give a fuck about the American people. The Republicans are doing this weird thing where they're like, oh, well, she's our friend. I can't believe the Democrats are trying to do this to her. When all they're doing is fucking off the country <laughs> because of the fact that we have a bunch of judges who apparently need to be appointed, who are there to serve be the, be like the interpreter of the law to make sure people get proper justice. But fuck them. Because it's all about the political points that the Republican Party gets. The Republican Party is sitting there loving this because of the fact that the Democrats, they're all fucking elitists. They're all well, rich Corey, people who don't want to get rid of one of their rich friends. To spin it so back they don't want to just way, fucking get rid of her. To spin it back the other way, right? If you want to talk about Democrats taking a a political opportunity to defend a a Republican. John McCain is a great fucking example. Remember when Trump was shitting on John McCain saying, I like people that don't are that aren't war prisoners. Oh, and the the Democrats were like, he's a war hero. How could you say that? Yeah. Yeah. 
fuck you. (laughs) That's you're doing it because it's politically better for you. That's why you're doing it. Not because you give a shit about Dianne Feinstein. I don't give a shit about Dianne Feinstein. I don't think anybody really gives it. I don't think anybody knew who Dianne Feinstein was, but probably before we started talking about it five minutes ago. Chuck Grassley, who is the same age as the eight California Democrat and has worked with her for three decades on the committee, said he thinks oh Democrats God. have been trying to force her out of office because she's old. And he called yes. it anti he called it anti-human. No. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. That's no, yes, anti-human. And they, and they have been trying to force her out because she's old. That's yeah, like and he's I'm the not same even- age. So he's like, fuck, I'm next. Yeah, I'm not even going to try and pretend like that's what it is. You want to call me ageist or whatever? Like, you, you don't care about old people. It's like, nope, that's it's not it. disrespectful and not in keeping with her many contributions. Yeah, well, you know what? Dan Marino once had great fucking contributions to the Miami Dolphins, but I don't think it should still be the fucking quarterback. Yeah, yeah, because 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 he had to, because they forced him to retire when he was in his late 30s from concussions or I don't even remember how old he was. He might have been 40. But yeah, you 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 force an NFL quarterback to retire because he can't play football anymore? Are you ageist? Yeah, at the age of 39. Di- okay, I, I was close. So yeah, Diane Feinstein can't play football anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really what this Cut is. Cut her from the Sorry, team, folks. She's out of here. Yeah, bye. Ryan had a question, but he never asked it. Yeah, he never asked it. He maybe he I know what it maybe was. he uh, maybe the FBI got him. He, no, he asked if public servants can vote. Yes, yes, yes they yes, can. Yes, they can. They can. In fact, there's usually every time on voting night of the presidency, most of them it isn't televised, but they always show like the presidents going to their poll to go drop their vote in. All thing. American citizens can vote. Yep. Unless. Unless you're a felon in some states, right? I think it's like certain a state felons. State. Yeah. Yeah. And incarcerated individuals, which I think is kind of bullshit, actually. I think even if you're incarcerated, I think you should still have your right to vote because policy is made in the house based on your living conditions. You know why they don't want it to happen? Because it's a huge ass fucking yes. demographic that they yeah. don't want because, voting. Because because Diane Feinstein is still in office. <laughs> yes, all of it. Uh, anyway, Diane Feinstein, if you're listening, and even if you are, you'll probably forget in three minutes. Go away, please. Go away. Go away from everything. We want you to go away. We want she you to just go retire. She's sleeping. <laughs> Look at she's this sleeping. Old at, hold on. at five at five twenty six in the afternoon in California. Oh, Corey, don't do her like that. Look at this old hag. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Call me an ageist. Yeah, that's no Nancy Pelosi. Mm-mm-mm. I was about <laughs> to say, I, you know, Ryan. Or Ryan. I just said Ryan because of Ryan. You mean Dan? Dan. <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, I was reading Ryan. Dan, where do you draw yeah. the line? How old does Nancy Pelosi have to turn before you're like, I'm not interested? It's probably when... I mean- as long as those boobs stay as perky as Dan is after drinking six cups of coffee before a game of golf. Yep. As long as your cans look good. That's, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Through six layers of clothes. As long as they look good. He's happy. Good she can be- hey, Lord. hey, Bell, she could be in a casket. As long as those cans look good. And if it's an open you- casket, Dan's going to catch a case <laughs> from getting a little grabby. You know, most of my friends had help with a lot of things. <laughs> I will not. That's true. You know what's funny? It's like a fucking uh uh 
a, a funeral home or whatever would probably make her cans look even better than they look on TV. I know for a fact they would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, when you're dead, there is no FDA regulations that what you can pump in a body. They're just probably using By the way, fucking silicone. Am I like 60 years old? Why do I keep calling them cans? <laughs> How old am I? I want to see those bazongas. You guys want to go to the club, smoke some hooters? <laughs> you want to go cans? out, smoke a hooter, and look at some cans? <laughs> uh, Got to be home by 8 o'clock because the, the Lone Ranger is going to be on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God damn it. I am a boomer. I'm a boomer at heart. I hate my life now. Uh, okay, you want to talk, you you talk about the Pentagon leaker? I don't know. You done. <laughs> I was trying to think of an ageist joke, but I couldn't. I got nothing. My Alzheimer's is kicking in. Uh, Bright Eyes is in the house. I hope, up, he didn't just, I hope Bright Eyes didn't miss that exchange. Uh, anyway. Uh, you you want to, you you want to talk about Jack Teixeira, not to be uh, confused with the longtime baseball player Mark Teixeira. Is that his son or the fighter Glover Teixeira? That's right. That's right. That's actually a relatively common name. What is what is the ethnicity of the name Teixeira? I'm sure Bell can Let's find that, that for us. Uh, anyway, the uh discord or whatever the hell you want to call it the uh uh gamer online boomer. portuguese <laughs> you are Port- sound Port- like a boomer right now tishera is a portuguese name portuguese i would not have guessed portuguese that's interesting uh yeah i am a boomer so the 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 guy who plays video games and he was online and i don't know why i sound like bill cosby but <laughs> he was on who- his desktop computer he was uh, he was uh, uh, leaking some documents uh, from the interwebs from the Justice Department or someplace like that or in everything like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his name's his name is Jack Teixeira. He's been taken into custody. Thank God you get that treasonous motherfucker off the streets. Oh, thank God! I feel so much safer. Oh yeah, it's it's absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah. America is now safe. He's compromising security of the United States of America. He's I feel safer. This. I feel safer in real life and in Minecraft. He's playing this Minecraft game on the video box. I don't know what he's Monster. doing. <laughs> uh, so anyway, much. Corey. So hold on. Actually, I had it in front of me. He he has. Oh uh, God, I am a fucking boomer right now. Where the hell is where the I hell got is that? too many tabs open? Yeah, I really do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. So, okay, so Jack Teixeira, according to federal prosecutors, the person responsible for leaking sensitive Pentagon material was an, uh, a fresh-faced 21-year-old member of the Massachusetts Air National Guard. Despite his youth, Teixeira was given a clearance to handle top-secret, com- excuse me, compartmented information. A responsibility federal officials say he abused to illegitimately access and share classified documents with his friends on Discord. In other words, he was a turd. He was an incel that was trying to look cool to his buddies. So he's no Edward, excuse me, no Edward Snowden. I got the hiccups. Where'd that come? I am a boomer. Yeah, so this, it's it's interesting, beers. isn't it? Because it's like, that's, that's a conversation being had right now. Is he a whistleblower or is he just a ship poster? And I would honestly say he's probably just a ship poster. 
He didn't yeah, give this to a media outlet to get covered by whistleblower law. He was just putting it out there to go, guys, no, for real. No, real, guys. Quit left reacting my comments. I really do have these documents. <laughs> <laughs> so you had an interesting you have an interesting conspiracy theory about this. Yeah. So first off, I think it's interesting that uh, all the media outlets to where like when the Edward Snowden shit happened, you know, like they went after WikiLeaks, even though New York Times also uh, shared all the information out there. It just seems that like New York Times, Washington Post, all these big outlets, they're not as concerned with uh, releasing the substance of the leak, but versus trying to catch him mm-hmm. first. And they're, I think they were one of the biggest advocates in actually catching this guy versus the actual FBI trying to find him. Um, so my conspiracy theory, ladies and gentlemen, everyone pull out the tinfoil hats. Go ahead. No, and it's not. It's quick. not. It's not that crazy of a conspiracy theory. It's actually. I still need to give like a disclaimer. It. I don't need to like get it. sued by a uh, voting company for defamation. This is all speculation. All it's speculation. A speculation. Conspiracy theory. It's awfully convenient that this very big leak comes out on some sort of social media platform at the same time that the Restrict Act is trying to be pushed through Congress right now. And for anyone who doesn't know, the Restrict Act is this basically that the Patriot Act 2.0, where the government is going to be able to just comb through your documents, comb through all your information, s- spy on you, and convict you without a court of law, and only ban, Congress. Ban, yeah. ban apps off of app stores arbitrarily. Yep. Based Which on appointed, appointed officials being able to make that decision, not elected officials. Appointed, appointed officials. Appointed officials. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and it's just awfully convenient that right now we're trying to, they're trying to scare everyone to go, oh my God, this the whole Pentagon's leaking like a goddamn sieve. We need to restrict, <laughs> you know, and it's just, yeah, I just, I think it's just really convenient. <laughs> I don't think, you know, correlation is not causation. I, I you know what? I, I, but and let me back up. Let convenient. Me, let me back up your conspiracy theory here. Okay. This kid was 21 years old. Like if you want to have like some rube, you know, like a good fall uh, guy, get, you get someone get, who doesn't get, have get a plan out there. Frontal yeah. cortex already developed. Yeah, somebody who's young, doesn't have a wife and kids, somebody who's trying to look <laughs> cool to his buddies, like, hey, here you go. Here's some access to these documents. We're not gonna yeah. we're not even gonna make it hard to access. Just use your pa- just use your password. The password make is sure, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Make sure you don't three. share those with anyone. Yeah, yeah these, are, these are for your <laughs> these are for your eyes only, like it's a fucking titty picture uh, or text message. Yeah, like every time a girl goes, I'm gonna send you this pic, don't show your friends. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, that roast beef sandwich is all over the fu- is all over Pornhub. After it's that, in like six goddamn group chats. <laughs> Jigo, this chick showed me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what is that? Looks like an Arby sandwich. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I should start doing that. Just start sending pictures of our Arby sandwiches to friends. And go look at this photo I just got. <laughs> Like, is that an uh, Arby sandwich? Think, yes. In fact, I don't it think is. we I don't think we really had a whole lot more to discuss over that, other than it's just it's, just, it's very convenient. It's interesting. 
Yeah, I think it's pretty convenient. I think it's uh, interesting how a lot of the information overall kind of is a nothing burger. It's all stuff that like we always just assumed anyways. Like, oh, Big Shack or the, uh, the American government spying on all of our allies. And it looks like we've probably been doing that the whole time. Well, oh, the, the, the one Big thing- Shacker, though, is, is Zelensky. No one's talking about this one. They're just saying, oh, they were spying on Zelensky. Well, Zelensky, uh, according to these documents, was actually like saying that he wanted these long-range missiles to defend Ukraine, but his ultimate goal was to send them into Russia, mm-hmm. which is a big deal. Well, and that's that's the, that's actually where I was going before you so eloquently um, mentioned the, the part about Zelensky, which is that, honestly, I haven't read these documents, and the reason that I haven't read them is because I don't you don't care. play Minecraft. Yeah, and well, I mean, screenshots <laughs> last forever, right? I'm sure they're out there somewhere. If I dug Dude, hard enough, I, I could probably find anything. They're scrubbed hard as fuck. Like, it's but tough to find. People have them. Screenshots last forever. I'm sure they'll turn up somewhere. And, but, and, but that is just it, Corey. Nobody ever talks about, even when they're trying to defend this young man and be like, eh, he's just a dumb kid who was trying to look cool to his friends. Nobody ever talks about the substance of the classified documents. Nobody ever talks about what's in them. Nobody. Smoke and mirror, it's a good distraction. Whether it's good or bad or doesn't matter or it's just a fucking menu for a state dinner at an Air Force headquarters, nobody ever talks about it. Nobody ever and, and and that's what's that's what's kind of interesting about what we talked about last week, which is this gang of eight that's looking through all these classified documents from Pence, uh, Trump and Biden. And like that was that's the whole thing is like, can we just know what they were? You don't have you can redact anything that's going to get somebody killed. But I just we just want to know what's in them. It's so funny how they can, can keep decide. those secret. Yeah, they can keep those secret, but not this. Because this is also like so another thing I was thinking about, too, with all of this. Is is this smoke and mirrors? We did this in World War Two a lot. Intentional leaks to distract and uh, try to divert uh, Hitler and all them in the war mm-hmm. which some of the information would be true yeah we and say we're moving is- a bunch of troops to this spot to get ready for an attack and they really would move all those troops there and then hitler would see this troop movement but they weren't there to attack they were there to just chill and then they would do maneuvers and stuff like that or like there was the like one of the biggest ones that they uh they yeah, man, Harlan Crow, Harlan Crow's probably got one of the maps hanging up in his fucking drawing room. Probably, <laughs> uh, like one of the big ones. One of the biggest things that uh, America did was they made a, a whole army of inflatables. Do you ever hear that story? Mm-hmm. Yeah, America yeah. made a whole army of inflatable tanks, and then would move for the them invasion of Normandy to <clears throat> to divert all the troops, and then the, yeah, but yeah, no. We, they we all since the beginning of warfare it's one of the tactics you'd give real information to divert from other information it's creating a bunch of noise because then who knows what else they know you know and even with this leak we still have our secret intelligence agencies all up in russia's guts that is actually a great segue into the the next topic which is um actually uh about uh china is China desperate or just a bunch of communists that are better at capitalism? Uh, and the reason I feel Matter. like that's, I feel like that, yeah, I feel like that's, it's, it's a pretty good segue is that I, I do feel, you know, speaking of, of economic warfare, which I think is kind of what you were getting at towards the end of that, Corey. Um, 
I, I feel like China is desperate, and that's why they're kind of engaging in this quasi. They're uh, desperate because they're running out of time. They're running out of bodies, dude. They're aging so fucking quickly. Their population is aging so fucking fast. You can you can you can take this back to all the way back to Mao. You can take it back to the one two child policy. They have an aging population and not enough young people. But here's the thing. They're doing a really good job of weakening the United States from an economic perspective. And I don't I, we're not seeing it yet. It's going to happen I don't know how long it's going to take. It could be a year. It could be two years. It could be 10 years. It could be 20 years. It doesn't matter. And the way that they're doing it is by multipolarizing the global economy. And to be honest with you, I don't mean to defend China and the way they do things, but I think it's kind of a good thing. And what I mean by that is, okay, so China is, is part of this whole scheme to de-dollarize the planet. Right. Right. So why is that? But I honestly thing? think we did more harm to that than China did. No, you're exactly right. And I was getting there. And the okay. reason we did we did more harm is because of the bully fucking tactics that we have taken ever since the fall of the Soviet Union. With sanctions and things like that. Yeah. Yes. I mean, and we so got what, France. You got France trying to decouple from the dollar. And so what? You know, go ahead, Bell. I'll just say, you know, it's really funny that you mentioned uh, China's population because I had an article pulled up on AP that I found like an hour ago. And it says, well, the headline is UN says India to be world's most populous nation by mid 2023. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think they already did. I think they actually surpassed China in population. Well, they, um, but instead of treating them. And instead of and be right, but they're like becoming one of the biggest economic powerhouses. They're becoming that quickly like someone who can actually have like major weight at the table, and we're not taking them seriously at all. It's well, kind of fucked they have, up. They have two hundred and fifty-four million people between the ages of fifteen and twenty-four. Yeah, they have a young population. Yeah, and that's yep. what you need. As to that's where important. China. And Russia have a remarkably aging population. We also have an aging population because obviously our boomers are getting older, but we are not nearly in the spot ours that is, a China uh, or a Russia is in. Ours is supplemented by immigration. That's 100%. why I fucking I fucking hate the hardliners who think we like we need less less immigration no. here. It's like no fuck off. We need to we need more immigration. We need, we need to, to keep, keep this country going. free and prosperous to bring especially people in. when especially when. Our population, for reasons that we can definitely talk about in another episode, and we probably have already once before, for for the for for certain reasons, we're having kids older, mm-hmm. and we're having less of them. And when you continue that trend over and over and over again, you have an aging population that you then have to take care of, and that is what China is going through right now. So, what are they doing right? They're taking the power out of our hands by trying to de-dollarize the globe and by making it more multipolarized as opposed to unipolar, which is which is basically the United States has all control because the dollar is the world reserve is the world's reserve currency, uh, and we don't like that. And I understand why we don't like that from a uh, you know a, I guess a 
not necessarily a defensive position, but from a comfort position. But it's our own fucking fault. But here's the thing. It it doesn't mean that the United States has to has to fail in this kind of like weird quasi global neo-capitalist game right now that China and Russia and other nations are playing. All it means is you, you now you actually have to work to grow your fucking economy. You don't just grow your economy by throwing sanctions on countries that don't do what you fucking tell them to do. <laughs> that might be you a threat, actually yeah. have to go out and do business and engage in capitalism, which right now is something that China is kicking your ass at. Dude, and it's insane, isn't it? I was thinking about that today too. Everyone's like, I can't believe all these young people want socialism. You know, I can't believe that there's people in America who want capitalism. And it's just like, how do you not see that? Like you guys are failing so bad at capitalism and then telling everyone this is capitalism as everyone's working longer hours for less pay and everyone's getting fucked. You got 60% of the country who can't afford a $400 fucking emergency. You know what, Corey, you know what it is? It's, it's almost, people are sitting here pinching pennies and holding their literally like turning pop cans to keep the lights on and going, there's gotta be a better way than this. No, it's like, why, why do you think like, like, boomers shit on young people because they they love their TikToks and their, you know, but it's like, we have a legitimate reason. Our age group, you know, we're in our mid thirties, you know, we're, we're in the age group that is on the cusp of hopefully soon. If these fuckers would ever go away, actually taking power. And you know what we see? We see what our parents did to us and what their parents did to them. Boomers turned us into fucking blind working consumers and everyone, that's not what we want to be anymore everyone thought zombies. that their kid was special yeah every one of them decided to give us all participation trophies turned turned a bunch of us into whiny special snowflakes and then bitched us have, for it and then you have and then you have people like like fucking prager you and all of these like super religious right-wing publications like the daily wire going why aren't more people christian and having more children we have right. to have more As children and i'm going why because i didn't make a, a a comfortable wage Corey, and you and bell probably feel the same way i didn't make a comfortable wage to where i didn't have to like worry about scraping together a dollar until I was at least in my late 20s and actually probably not until about a couple years ago. And some yeah, of that yeah. is because I met a girl who makes a real a decent amount of money. And check this out. I'm thankful for that. We make good money now, but like I could not have even thought about financially being able to support a child until I was at least 30 years old. But just yeah, go and have them. This is real time. Oh, this well, is real population. time. Population. Yeah, close. They're about uh, what? 40 million away? 40. Yeah, 40 million away. Give it a couple days. About 46 yeah. million. Yeah, they'll be there. It's only, it's only yeah, April. But you can watch the population. So for the people just listening right now, we're looking at a graph that shows China's population, India's, USA's, Indonesia. It's not and, a graph uh, for you. This is a chart. It's a chart. It's a, yeah, it's Semantics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if it's a chart. Honestly, <laughs> it's real time. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, God. And what's so what's so interesting is you look at China and India, and then you go down to the U.S., who's third, and it's just like 
It's over a billion so people less. less. It's over a billion people less. Yeah. Isn't that insane? <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty Those wild. Pakistan, Pakistan and Nigeria are up there, too. Well, Pakistan's right next to India. Yeah. That makes sense. Bangladesh. That's such a small country for that many people. Oh, yeah. This is this isn't this is not my joke, so it's not racist. My 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 good Indian buddy, he refers to Bangladesh as the Mexico of India. <laughs> oh no shit! Aren't they the richer ones though? <laughs> no, Bangladesh is remarkably poor. Oh, is it? <clears throat> yeah, they like live. They like there's like shipwrecks all up their coast, just like old fucking steel ships. Just sitting there. The, so I guess we'll just park this here. Yeah, no, we'll just leave it here. Go home. <laughs> What else we got, Dan? Uh, do we want to touch on some of the... Uh, well, is there anything new with this abortion pill? Um, it just got another stay until Friday. They just okay. keep kicking the can down the road. So I, maybe we'll talk about it when it actually, when something actually happens. But I guess to just real quick to update the folks, uh, the, this uh, abortion pill, what's it called? Mifepristone? Mifepristone. Yeah. Yeah, so there's another uh, one that sounds just like it that isn't yeah. on the case that the doctors say they could give out if the this one gets taken and I forget the two names. Like one's like Mifepristone and one's like Mifepristone or something like that. I don't know. I'm not so, a chemist. Sometime, sometime earlier this month, a Texas federal judge moved to te- moved to put a temporary stay. Uh, it's a it's a really messy case. I don't even fully understand it. But he tried to put a stay on the FDA's approval. They're ultimately Republicans and conservatives are ultimately trying to get this drug banned. Um, and so the uh, the Supreme Court is supposed to be ruling. I mean, essentially any fucking minute. Maybe by the time some people are listening to this, it will have happened um, on whether or not to allow this drug to continue to be in distribution while they make a ruling on it overall. So that's that's another court case we're following is Groff versus DeJoy. Uh, there ain't really much happening. Uh, in a second here, I'll probably let Bell give the synopsis of it. But uh, it's basically it's if you guys want to do your homework, we're probably going to talk about that one maybe next week or the week after, depending on how that how long that course case that court case gets put on the docket and there's an actual outcome from it. But uh, yeah, you want to explain that one real fast? Yeah. Um, so this guy works for the United States Postal Service. And he worked for about, what was it, like 22 years or something? It was over two decades. I know that. And he wanted his Sundays off because he's an evangelical person. Postal Service said, sure, we'll, we'll do that. Well, 22 years after he starts, they start delivering Amazon packages and they start doing it on Sundays. He was not very happy about it, complained, whatever, asked for a transfer to a post that did not deliver Amazon packages, and they were like, sure. So they sent him over to this next this next branch, and mind you, these branches only have three, four people working at them, including the postmaster, so it's not like there's tons of people that could have taken a shift and delivered mail. He knew this. So the next branch, after a little while, starts delivering the Amazon packages. He complains again. They don't do anything about it. He attempts to get another transfer and then just says, oh, whatever, I'm going to resign and then sue the Postal Service. Now, there is 
the law that I don't have up right now that they ruled on in the Supreme Court, basically saying that if someone wants to practice their religious beliefs and it causes a burden upon your business and you can prove that it burdens your business in some sort of way where you aren't making as much money as you should be or whatever, then that person shouldn't be allowed to do what they want to do. And this guy is in the Supreme Court fighting it, trying to change that ruling. Yeah, so <clears throat> right now there's a law in 1997, uh, Trans World Airlines versus Hardison, that the undue hardship terms term means that employers need only need to prove they face more than a de minimis, which means very minimal cost to deny religious accommodation. But here's the thing is like, if this is, if which Supreme court is, this is one thing the Supreme court seems to like to do, whether they're liberals or conservatives, like is always side with the corporations. This is going to open the floodgates for corporations to be able to decide to not allow Muslims to pray. Well, but here's what's more interesting. Muslims wear hijabs. Jewish people wear yarmulkes. He's a government employee though. If he works for the post office, he's a government employee. True. So that's almost, I don't know what that means, but it almost seems like it. I, I'm kind of more on his side, I guess. The separation, of, <clears throat> separation of I'm in the middle. Yeah, I, I kind of am too. Like I get, you know, you work, you work at a job, especially a government job for 22 years. And, and one of your things is like, you want your Sabbath off. Honestly, I don't think that's too much to ask. I really don't. Right. That's the minimus. Yeah. So I'm kind of on his side, I guess. And I'm not a really. I'm curious person, to see but... where this goes because this one actually has a lot of ramifications. Well, it Biden kinda... also came into and said that he wants them to simplify the law. They're trying to circumvent the court by making legislation. What do you mean? So he can read it? <laughs> he <forgets the> first <laughs> simplify this and put it in 36 font, please. <laughs> Times new uh, Roman. Let's end. Let's end with something Give me fun my here, Corey. What you yeah. got, Dan? Let's end with something fun. Uh, you want to talk about got, Bud Light? Bud Light <laughs> buckling. But buckling. Light. They under, brought out the Clydesdale under the pressure of a trans Clydesdale. They <laughs> buckle under the pressure of uh, of uh, basically MAGA pressure. So here's here's the first thing that I think of because I know. You guys both have some opinions. We all basically agree on this, and which is that nobody actually fucking cares. But yeah, the first thing I thought when I saw Bud Light's ad, and if you have it, Corey or Bell, we can we it. can we can play it. But if not, it's it's okay. So Bud Light put out an ad that was basically saying, like, hey, I'm really sorry to conservatives <laughs> for uh uh signing the, the 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 Dylan Mulvaney deal or whatever. But the first thing I thought was like how conservatives always say when it comes to the woke mob, never apologize because all you're doing is feeding them. And they did the exact same thing when Bud Light tried to do their little apology video. Now, was it done in good faith? No, but the point still stands. All they all the right did was double down on how much they hate Bud Light. Oh, too late. 
you already accepted the fags. We can't have you back now. That is exactly what conservatives are doing over this. And and they're and they're relishing in the uh the loss of uh of of money. What are they down now? Like like some odd billion dollars in 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 ad shares or whatever. And then and then conservative go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. okay, okay. I was just going to finish up with conservatives always go, well, why shouldn't they be able to make money because they disagree with you? Why are you trying to take money out of their pockets because they disagree with you? And they fucking do the exact same shit because Bud Light gets involved with a trans activist. <laughs> but somehow when you're better. Just, when just a little bit ago, they were freaking out about the Hogwarts game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Here you go. Go ahead and play the ad, Corey. I swear to God, if they play an ad before they're going to play an ad for the ad. I'm watching an ad. The fuck? This is a New York Post show. This is a New York Post video, Corey. I know. Why am I watching? What the fuck? It said it just showed the video. (laughs) And now it's. (laughs) Oh my God. I did bamboozled. All right, it's the New York Post. This fucking thing. I don't have anything else to riff about. I'm leaving. Fuck you, New York. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was fucking stupid. All right, let's see if I can find it. Oh man, what what was what was the other thing uh, that you that you had mentioned about just like the ridiculousness of Bud Light even issuing this apology? One of you said something. I can't remember if it was you or Bell, but one of you said something about the fact that they would, that they like again, to speak to the conservative narrative, never apologize to the mob. Budweiser apologized to the conservative mob. <laughs> well, they absolutely did. Oof, people in blue on cans do not look good. Well, all right, I'm not going to say that because that'll get me in trouble. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't, think I don't care who it, it is. It, people, you know what it looks can... like? It looks like a tattoo. You know how people get those tattoos of like their daughter? <laughs> and it looks like it was oh. fucking drawn by their daughter. You're talking about Dylan Mulvaney on the side of that can? Yeah. I can't or like it was I can't dr- fucking find this. It's all news articles just talking about it, but no fucking people <laughs> sharing the video. This is so fucking stupid. I'm getting frustrated right now. Budweiser runs patriotic ad after Dylan Mulvaney disaster. Well, if you All can right, find I think I found it, I think I if found you can it. find the Daily Wire, I'm sure they have it. They love it. They love this stuff. This is it. Right oh, here, here we go. This is it. This is it. I'm glad you found it. <laughs> is the tr- is the Clydesdale trans? Tell you a story. They, they're like, what do we do like, about a beer? Pull out the Clydesdale. Rooted in the heart of America, found in a community where a handshake no like, Dude, is a, a sure contract. In the city. Brewed for those who found opportunity in challenge and hope. The American flag, gotta throw that in there. Raised by generations, willing to sip, share, risk. Remember. Remember. As they Remember. show the New York skyline. This is a story 
bigger than beer. This is the story of the American spirit. (laughs) (laughs) I told you when I saw that, I was like, oh, man, they're really... They're fucking this, reeling over at Budweiser. This, like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> this Bud's what do we for do? you. Pull out the Clydesdale. Pull out the goddamn Clydesdale. They all oh, love the Clydesdale. Dude. Yeah, they love the Clydesdale. And then and then just to speak on that for a second, like I I had uh, I I texted this to you guys. I saw a picture on social media of a young woman that I used to volunteer at summer camp with. Did you see this one, Corey? I know Bell did because he reacted to I it. Did. So it's it's her. And a few of her girlfriends out on like a beach somewhere with Bud Lights with their hair back, like one of those like fake laughing pictures. They've got Bud Lights in their hands and they go, oh, we're liberal. Bud Lights given me the opportunity. Bud Lights given me the opportunity to uh, to not only enjoy a cold beer on the beach, but also to fight hate. (laughs) I got it. Giving my cooperation. I look. Who's okay. owner? Bell- Beats the shit out of sixth graders. <laughs> Be- Bell- Bell's got exactly what she said. Bud Light has given us an opportunity to drink a cold beer in the sun and fight hatred at the same time. Have I mentioned we love multitasking? <laughs> she ain't doing nothing but drinking bad beer on the beach. She ain't and multitasking. Taking at all. I'm smiling and taking I, a photo. I, I, I said that to you guys like that is a solid virtue signal. Like that is that's one of the better virtue signals I've seen I in quite some time. Hate the virtue signaling. The worst part was like I said before in the episode, no one gave a shit about Anheuser Busch when the heir to the whole fucking corporation beat the shit out of a sixth grader. <laughs> he beat the shit out of a sixth grader. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. It was a fifth grader. Oh, I'm sorry, a fifth grader. <laughs> Forgive me, please. You know, like what the fuck is happening in this country? That makes it so much. Did that you made me sound like a boomer. That made me sound like a boomer. What the fuck is happening in this country? Give me the boomer crown. Give me the boomer <laughs> crown because what the fuck? Oh, we got to make a boomer crown. We do. We have to make multiple boomer just crowns. Have a, because just a crown that just says, place. back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, one of our listeners, make us a boomer crown. It can be a Burger King uh, crown that just says boomer on it. That's a Sharpie over the. It just has Sharpie over the Urger on the burger, and then it says Boomer King. <laughs> John Deere hat, except it says Boomer. <laughs> oh my God, that's about it, guys. I I got to piss that resource. Corey, tell the people where they could find us. The Absurdive Podcast is found on all social media and podcast platforms. Our website is absurdiveshow.com. We can be found at Libservative on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter at Libservative Pub. Our TikTok videos can be found at Libservative Podcast, and you can reach out directly at libservativepod at gmail.com. Subscribe today, and more importantly, share with a friend. Ryan did it today in the comments. If anyone saw it, he's the perfect role model, and I need you all to take after Ryan. And just share it with a friend. I don't expect you to share it on your page. Just go, hey, I found this cool podcast. You should take a listen. It's true. Podcasts yeah. do spread best through word of mouth in the millions of podcasts that are out there. Uh, we're a small fish in a big pond. Use your mouth. Use, use that mouth. Use that mouth. Mm. <laughs> Show us what that mouth do. <laughs> and we are now in prison. And <laughs> Bell is in the is cat calling us as we're getting brought in. 
Well, I dig it. Worst things have happened. Four bells. <laughs> For Bell the Body Snatcher, he as always has been Corey Walsh. And he's Dan Griffin. This has been Libservative. And until next time, we are out of here. We the people cannot end that.